You're listening to the Bay Christian Family Church Podcast. You know, tonight is one of those nights where it's like a three-legged poiki course. You don't know what's inside of it, but you know it tastes good. <laughs> I must tell you this story. I, I got a, a bottle of liquor. I don't know how it got into my house, but it was there because we don't, we, we 100% don't drink. So don't get the wrong message, please. <laughs> and my grandma came to visit me for the first time and she was, she was really blown away that I was the first of her grandchildren to buy his own house. And I decided to make her a poikikos. And I read the recipe that says dry white wine. It must be added. And I have no idea about liquor, and I have no idea about the strength of liquor. So I poured in, and I cooked, and it disappeared, and I added more. And I cooked, and it disappeared, and I added more. And I didn't stop until the whole bottle was in. (laughs) And I served my grandma first, and she passed out on the couch. (laughs) It's exactly what I'm going to do tonight. I'm going to add some more and add some more until you all pass out tonight. (laughs) My greatest days with God was when, is when I have so much of the Holy Ghost that I'm no longer in control. I'm amazed at people that come into the presence of God and you want to measure it by the few drops of the Spirit. And when you can have a whole baptism experience. You can go into overflow. I want to speak for the few moments that I have. The reward of righteousness. The reward of righteousness. Living a lifestyle of righteousness. It's a conscious decision, living by intent, to live your life, build on the precepts of the Word of God. For me, it's not even an option. Bribery and corruption is not part of a born-again experience. No matter how much money is on the table, I'm not for sale. My soul is not for sale. My family is not for sale. My testimony is not for sale. The anointing that I teach under is not for sale. I have chosen, and I want you to confess that with me. Say, I have chosen to live by faith. Because that's the only way the just can live by. I wake up in the morning. I pray, Holy Spirit, what are we going to do today? Just in this week, I drove by a, what we call a patstal. And I just stopped there for no reason. Only to find that there was a lady trying to pay for whatever she has selected. And I said to her, you know what? I'm sent here by God to pay for everything that you ever want. And everything that you ever need of. Would you please just go ahead and just select? 
And she looked at me and she looked at the stuff. She says, are you serious? I said, I'm serious. I'm here to bless you in a measure that you have never seen before. And she starts crying and weeping. She says, can it be that God has heard my prayer this morning? And that you are used by God to answer and become a visible manifestation of God's goodness. I like to do this in checkers. I wait there and I look at the tills. And I look for who, who am I going to bless today? I do it punctually every month. Waiting. Holy Spirit lead me. Just don't want to bless any Dick, Tom and Harry that will waste my blessing. It's got to be good ground. I must get a harvest back. Show me, Lord. It's amazing how as little as 500, 600, 1,000, 1,500 rand can make the power of God manifest in a public place like checkers. At one point, even the manager came out of his office because people started screaming with hands lifted up high. Somebody has just paid for my groceries. If God... If, sorry, if you cannot hear God in giving, you cannot hear God in receiving. If you want to familiarize yourself with the voice of God and hearing his instruction concerning your life, you will have to hear God in giving. I'm living in the harvest of yesterday's obedience. And every time I miss God now in sowing, I create a famine in my future. There will come a time of lack and emptiness because seed can only reproduce after its kind. I'm very, I'm very cautious when I say God will supply all of my need. I'd rather put it this way, that God will supply all of my seed. And whenever I have a need, I release the seed. And the harvest take care of everything that I ever need. When I go through a season of testing and trial, when my faith is under attack, your seed comes under attack. Never miss an opportunity to sow in a season of lack. Because it is the most crucial time in your life ever to sow. I've had many investments in my life, offshore, long-term, short-term, the big financial houses, have at least three financial advisors that tries and predicts what the position of the rand would be next year this time, 
and certain financial decisions are made concerning investments. And I've invested in much and many, but there is one investment that has exceeded them all, and that is when I invest in the kingdom of God. I want to build tonight, and I hope I'll be able to build line upon line for a few moments, and then I will start teaching, and I'll start sharing testimony. But I want to put enough word inside of you, or remind you about enough word, because most of these scriptures, if you are born again for six months or more, you should know them. The thing about much of the teaching is not that it, you are hearing it for the first time. It's not that it's great revelation. It is simply that you have heard it and never applied it. And it cannot work because the word works when the word is applied. Soap only cleans when it's out of the packet. And it's applied on a dirty cloth. So you can have a warehouse full of soap and still be dirty. And you can have 13 translations of the Bible. But until you pick one. And until you apply it. And you need to read it with your mouth open. You need to read the Bible like a grade R child. That's how You don't read it like an intellectual. Because the carnal mind cannot receive this enmity against God. The carnal mind will block the word, block the word, block the word. And there are certain scriptures that I so apply in my life that it becomes my pillars that I build on. Forever. Pillars. One of them is Psalms 37. Now the whole of Psalm 37 is just next to Psalm 91, Psalm 121, Psalm 23. You dare not miss Psalm. And then you're going to go to Psalm 51 of repentance. Ah, like a man. You read it with your mouth open. You read it alone. You, you read it in front of the mirror. You do it with facial expressions. You read some with music. You rap some of them. You become a rapper. Oh, you've got to be out of your mind, the normal carnal mind, and go into the renewed mind status in order to receive what the word has in store for you. The word of God or the kingdom of God is hidden for you, not from you. So that only those that have a hunger and a passion can really find it. You know, I wrote out the book of Proverbs at least three times. I'm now busy for the fourth time in a journal. I write it with my own handwriting. So that one day I'll give it to my grandchildren. They must read Proverbs from in grandpa's handwriting. And you know, every time when I, when I write it, I just don't write it. I, I read it aloud and then I write it from my memory. I don't copy it from there because it goes from the logos, the written, into my spirit. 
Then it becomes the spoken word. Then it becomes the rhema. And I write the rhema in my notebook and it becomes the logos again. Ah. And you know, every time when I write the book of Proverbs, I come upon scriptures that I haven't seen in the first three times I wrote it. It was as if there was another translation printed and kept just for Jerome Liberty, yet it is still the same King James. That you can read the word of God and miss some important things just because you are in a hurry. It's like somebody that goes to the doctor and the doctor gives you three different tablets, but you only use two of them and you wonder why are you still sick? You gotta take the full course. And now Psalm 37, 25, what does it say? You should know it by now. Is it somewhere here? I was 26. Now I'm 62. Yet, yet, I have. No, you know, no, that never has got to come out with attitude. I say attitude. It's got to come out with attitude. I say never. It's got to come out with attitude. Let it, let it come out with attitude. I have never. I have never. Update your Facebook status. Pastor Jerome said never. I have never seen the righteous forsaken. I've never seen the righteous without their lawyer, without their advocate, without their legal counsel. And I've never seen their children stand on a four-way stop. for bread <laughs> I want to just share with you a secret do you know the scripture Psalms 37 25 it's not yours it's mine this one belongs to Jerome Liberty it's mine you must get another one you must get another one I say you must get another one. This one, I have claimed it. In all the translation. If you read it, then you must know. Oh, sorry, that is Pastor Jerome. Sir. Can, I show, can, I, can I just bless you for a moment? Um, I have used the scripture in worship. I bless you. Never seen righteous forsaken. Never seen. You are a great God. You are so worthy of my worship. Nothing I will never see. My children, in the name of Jesus, never beg for bread. It's my worship.
Let it be your worship tonight. Let it be your worship tonight. Moet jou nie so mooi hou nie. Kyk na jou fouters van een paar jaar terug. And then the, you are standing next to all your cousins. And you see how messed up they still are. But God has made you brand new. I use this in worship. I use it in warfare. The day when the enemy come in like a flood against the, the, against the righteous. Then I stand up and I come to watch the forces of darkness. I have never seen the righteous forsaken. Neither their seed beg for bread. I have never. Now I've gone from worship to warfare. And then from there I'm going to praise. I have never. Back for bread. Do I have a witness tonight? 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 And depending where I find myself, I have a 911 number. Psalm 37, 25. And when the enemy just starts with his nonsense, I'm driving and I'm reminding him, Psalm 37, 25. That's my shield of faith. Psalms 37, 25. You try your fairy dart, my shield of faith is lifted. I'm not supposed to preach, man. I must teach line upon line for tonight. Can I give you, I'm going to give you a few to use. I've got mine now. Please don't take mine. <laughs> Never. 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 Can I hear you say never? You gotta shout it out until you get drunk, man. Because every time you say it, never, it's another thought. Never. If you're long enough in his presence, you'll get more and more drunk. Never. Never, 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 never. I'll, 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 uh, give me some time to just teach. There's so many pulling on the hem of my garment all over the show. So, Proverbs 3.33 He blesses the home of the righteous. I, I preached on this one day. And I said to everybody, before you get into your house, before you press the button for your gate to open, 
you stand in front of your house and stretch forth both hands and you make this declaration. The Lord blesses the home of the righteous. This house is the house of the righteous. Today I declare you blessed. And then you take your address and you shout your address loud into the spirit realm. And you make a heavenly declaration. This house is blessed. One of our ushers in church went home and did that. She locked the door behind her, went into the house. The criminals got hold of one of the armed vehicles with all the money and they drove the truck and the police was chasing them. Now the criminals is in charge of the truck and they come down the street towards her house and the vehicle starts to overturn and it flipped and it flipped and it rolled towards her house. And the vehicle comes right in front of her house and stands up straight <laughs> with a driver in the air. And she looks at it and she says, the Lord blesses the house of the righteous. And there are things that will happen in the community and there will things that will happen in the street and there will things that will happen in the country. But then you can make this declaration, this house, not at this house. For the Lord blesses the house of the righteous. When you say that stuff will happen, those of you that are having demonic visitations in the middle of the night that comes into your bedroom, it will stop. Bond balances will be adjusted. A storm comes into town and many houses' roofs are lifted. Yours are intact. The Lord blesses the house of the righteous. I like this man, man. Proverbs 10, 3. Proverbs, help me preach. Proverbs 10, 3. And it says, The Lord does not let the righteous go hungry. Do I have a witness over here? Do I have a witness over here? Do I have a witness over here? Yeah. I kept the best for last. Do I have a witness over here? Yeah. The Lord. This one you've got to wait out like an American. The Lord. Does not let the righteous go hungry. Proverbs 28.1 You know by now when I preach I need to make a turn by Proverbs. I've got just so much Proverbs on the inside of me. 
The wicked flees when no one pursues. No one pursues. <laughs> the wicked flees. The wicked flees. The wicked flees. No one pursues. Oh, but I like the second part of that one. Oh, can you read it loud? One more time. Ah, one more time. Hey! I want you to imagine a lion walking down the jungle and he sees a monkey. Gee, watch it, watch it. There's a monkey there. This thing is going to hurt us. the female lion responding to the male lion is he you gotta be careful <laughs> you gotta watch there's a snake there bro go the other way there's a snake there's a snake there lion has got attitude I own the place I have dominion I have authority I have rule I just breathe and they are nervous. <laughs> when I roar, they all get diarrhea. <laughs> I want you to come back into your place of authority. Let the lions roar in the house. Let the lions roar in the house. Let the lions roar in the house. Let the demonic forces know you are in the territory. You did not come here to negotiate. You've come here to take over. Take over, take over, take over, take over. But the righteous are as bold as a lion. I love this man. Oh, Proverbs 16, 17. I know some of you have never seen it before. Even if you have, when we read it now, pretend you see it for the first time. When the Lord takes pleasure in anyone's way. I like the King James version of this one. Let me go this one. It says, this one just puts it a little bit different. No. It says, when a man's ways, Proverbs 16, verse 7, when a man's ways,
When a man's ways pleases the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. When a man's ways pleases the Lord, he even his enemies to be at peace with him. Enemies, enemies, enemies to be at peace with him. Let's go to Proverbs 15, verse 6. This is all my introduction. I'm going to start preaching in about 30 minutes. <laughs> Proverbs 15, verse 6. In the house of the righteous, there's what? There's what? There's what? There's what? One more time. In the house of the righteous, there is, there is, there is. I, I remember the day when we were youngsters and my mom would send us to a wedding or a funeral. And she says, sit on the checkers and you suck me. So we go to the funeral or we go to the wedding with the checkers. It's wrapped up. It's so small. It's so small. The last thing I'm like, checkers pakki. Moenie la die mense jou sien nie. Maar ons kan nie honger bly vir die hele week nie. So we go to the wedding. Even if we're not even invited. That's not important. What is important. There's food. And we're not going to suffer when this wedding is over. As long as they are on a honeymoon, we must know that they got married here in our street. And you, you, we were very professional how, how that... How you open up without making a noise. And whilst they are eating, you select which ones is going home. And before anyone takes... Those big roast potatoes. Can you move from that to this place in the house of the righteous? You have no idea. Can you go from Rick of it to Cafe Latte? You know God is good when you grew up that you only saw chicken on a Sunday. <laughs> and it was not the breast. <laughs> it was the wings. We ate so much chicken wings on a Sunday we sang I'll Fly Away. Just the other day, I went and purchased free-range chicken from a farm. 
And they package it in a whole different way. It doesn't look as neat as Woolies one. You can see it's really been rough, you know. Because all of the, everything is there. And you can see this thing wasn't slaughtered, it was murdered. It was just, it was not the normal process it's been through. This thing was murdered. So my wife made biryani. And somehow, the center caucus of it remained. Or center corpse, the center portion, that stayed behind. And she decided to make another meal with that. Well, I grew up in PE, she grew up in Johannesburg. Johannesburg is just different. And now she made this meal with that. Now she made it with Medela. I understand how people say it in English. You can help me to speak, man. Carcass, yeah. The carcass of the chicken, you know. So he has a carcass and any 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 necky, any 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 kiblets and any nira and all his kidneys and all his stuff. And then and she made it, and she was quite excited about it. And she says, "This stuff tastes awesome." But I look at it and I feel sorry for the chicken. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I feel sorry for this chicken. You know, there are other people that eat their, their meat so rare and this thing is still bleeding on the plate. And, and it's so rare, if there's a good vet among the table, the vet can still resuscitate that thing and bring it back to life. <laughs> and here she, she dishes up this meal, which is not very attractive for me. But for a moment, but for a moment, it pressed the rewind button. That's how deep you were. That's where God brought you from. And I saw mercy. And I saw grace. And I saw provision. And I saw righteousness. And I saw my redemption. And I saw that I'm a new creation in Christ Jesus. And I saw a whole brand new Jerome Liberty that has come to the fore. And then I shout out loud, God is good. We are entering into a season of acceleration. I need to wrap this up in one minute and 26 seconds. And I so much want to be around for, for so much longer. But listen to me, this section over here, you are coming into a season of acceleration. You are not seated here by chance. You are seated into the season of acceleration. Let just give it to you. You are coming into a season. This is warfare at a whole new level. The perfected promises of God for your life. Now there's a manifestation thereof. And there's some prophecies that's been on hold for some 20 years. But ngok now. <laughs> you will be as bold as a lion. I want you to receive that. In Jesus' name. Amen.
much testimonies will come forth. You are coming into a season of full recovery, full restoration. Listen, there are stuff in your life that was stolen before you were born. It, it was taken away from you before your birth certificate was issued. But I'm now here to tell you, you are coming into that time and place of full restoration and full recovery. I sense God so strong in this moment. Listen, you're not going to get back what you lost. You're getting back seven times more. Shout seven times more. Shout seven times more. Shout seven times more. It's happening in the overflow. It's happening on live stream. It's happening in the other campuses. It's happening in the life of everybody that is hungry and desperate and wild. You will be as bold as a lion. I have never, 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 never seen the righteous forsaken. Oh, 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 their seed. Back for bread. You are coming into a place of dominion. Of rule of authority, of ownership, of possession. Your name is on the title deed. And the devil can do absolutely nothing about it. Your name is on the title deed. And the devil can do absolutely nothing about it. From that section over here till this section over here, the section you've just received. Whatever you have received and whatever God tells you to do, do it. Whatever God tells you to do, do it. Do it. Respond now. Do it. There's an open heaven. Respond now. I say there's an open heaven. Respond now. Respond now. Respond now. Respond now. Respond now. <sighs> Strong and mighty is the Lord. I want to ask you all to stand. Jesus, Jesus, there is at least one person here. You are at a point in time in your life of so much despair and so many un unanswered questions. In actual fact, you came here tonight with just the hope. God, if you have any concern about me, let there be a word for me. And this whole meeting tonight was set up for you and I don't even know who you are. This is your day. This is your day. This is your day. This is your day. 
you will dance like you've never danced before. You're coming into a time of praise. I'm not talking about the normal praise. I'm talking about your own melody and your own rhythm and your own lyrics that only a solid drunk person can do. That's where you're coming into. Jesus. There is a transfer taking place. You need to catch me in the spirit to interpret what God is saying to you. Because between this point and your receiving ears and your spirit, everything will be interpreted differently for where your need is. Do you understand that? There's a transfer happening. More than money. There's a transfer happening. More than money. There is a transfer happening. More than money. There is a transfer happening. More than money. For anybody on this end, if you are hungry enough and wahala greedy enough, you can grab it as well. I say there is a transfer happening. More than money. I hear a transfer happening. More than money. There's an announcement in heaven. This is the day of transfer. The day of transfer. The day of empowerment. The day of transfer. A day of correction. A day of correction. A day of empowerment. Receive it in Jesus' name. 